Welcome to the Team Building Podcast, where you'll learn how to build a dominant real estate team in your market. Featuring masterminds with team leaders and mega agents, plus in-depth interviews with operations managers and marketing directors of some of the top teams in the country. You'll learn the latest methods to generate and convert leads, streamline your operations, recruit and train better agents, and raise your profit. And now, here's the latest Team Building Podcast. Hey, Jeff Cohn here with another episode of the Team Building Podcast, where we interview top team leaders, broker owners, and thought leaders from across the country. We have a great guest today in Mr. Jason Wilmot. Jason is a expert in retargeting ads and social media engagement and has worked with some really big names. We'll see if he's able to share those names with us today. But Jason, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Well, thank you, Jeff, for having me on. I appreciate it. Absolutely. It's so funny. Every time I line somebody up to get on a show, they always ask, what are the questions that they need to be prepared for? Yes. And for everyone listening, and most people know this, we are an authentic podcast in the sense that I tell people, show up with your superpower, meaning share with us what are some of the things that you feel are your unique selling propositions when you're competing for business. So let's get right into your superpowers. Happy to do it. All right. What are we talking about today? Well, we're talking about, I think at the, I think to frame this up, so we're going to be talking about tracking, we're going to be talking about retargeting and then sending inbound traffic. But I think like to just uh, frame this up the right way, it's just thinking correctly about online marketing. Perfect. And obviously our audience consists of millions of real estate agents, real estate teams, broker owners, and probably even people in other real estate related industries. But the conversation we're about to have is not just specific to real estate, it's business 101 when it comes to online engagement. Yeah, that's correct. I mean, if if you are marketing, if you have a marketing team, if you have a marketing budget, if you are spending money, your time, your energy online, this is uh, applicable to you. Perfect. I know a lot of teams, including our own, have spent tens of thousands of dollars. We're actually over a million dollars in the last 10 years on Google ads. Mm -hmm. Nothing with retargeting. It all started off just, hey, let's go throw money at Google to run ads. And they split tested those ads over a long period of time to make sure we are having the smallest spend on getting our click. And then we push them to a squeeze page. Mm -hmm. Everyone knows what that is. Everyone's heard a lot about that and those strategies. But after meeting you a couple of years ago, I was fascinated by your, your ability to use predictable analytics and artificial intelligence to engage the right people. And it's part of the Google ad strategy. It, it complements the Google ad strategy to mm -hmm. incorporate a strong retargeting ad. So let's focus a little bit on retargeting and what that might look like for a real estate team that's considering using a service like yours or trying to figure it out on their own. Sure, sure. Well, I think the first thing to think about is, I mean, people have heard the term funnel, but I think uh, where most digital marketers, where marketing teams, where I have fallen, uh, where I've gone the wrong route is just like, you think from the top down, like, how do I get people into the funnel? How do I do it? But you have to think about, well, where's the money in your funnel? It's always at the bottom. And so the sales is at the bottom of the funnel. So rather than thinking like trying to get more people in all the time, you need to think about, well, who is more likely to buy? Somebody who's never heard about me before, somebody who's clicked those Google ads, somebody who's clicked five Google ads, somebody who's checked you out, who's been to your page, who's, you know, filled out your form or got close to filling out your form, but they bounced. So um, you, it's always wise to just start your thinking kind of at the bottom. Um, and then what, what I found, you know, over the past few years is just working with individuals in this space. It's like people just don't understand that 
if you just put an ad back in front of them, if you just leverage retargeting, it's going to be your best ROI. Like I can't say that with absolute assurance, but like uh, to date, the, the clients that I've revenue or partnered with have revenued over $50 million at this point. And when I'm looking at the analytics, like it's true every single time, like your best money spent is always on retargeting. Of course. And this is so uh, fascinating. And the reason why I've noticed, and I'm sure everyone listening has noticed, if they're on Amazon and buy a product or they're Literally, if I go to a specific restaurant in my city, I'll start to notice ads coming at me based on the product I just recently purchased on Amazon or literally I ate at a really nice restaurant in Omaha last night, a steak restaurant, mm -hmm. and I saw an ad say on my Facebook page for this restaurant. And I'm like, uh oh, did I miss out on a discount? And then I thought to myself, of course they knew I was in their restaurant because there's geotagging. Mm -hmm. And I never signed up for anything. I never gave them my information, maybe mm -hmm. my credit card. I don't know if they're linked to that. But it's so fascinating. I 100% agree with you. I think you're going to get a 10x return on investment off of a retargeting ad versus bringing somebody into the funnel. Obviously, both of those are necessary, but that retargeting ad is key. So what are some of the strategies that you've implemented with some of the clients you've worked with to generate that $50 million in revenue from the top down funnel strategy? Yeah, well, that's a great question. So I think before like you hop into retargeting or even top down, there's one essential piece that most people miss and it's tracking. Like you have to be able to track what you're doing online. Uh, um, and this is where I got really good. So when I, uh, so I used to be an elementary teacher, kind of got out of that, uh, I taught for eight years, won some nice awards, was recognized by Apple. Like I really enjoyed what? It doing what I, That's cool. what I did, but like at, uh, at the end of the day, my wife and I, we, we, uh, had to go down through like the, the infertility route and that's expensive. Turns out yep. teacher salary cannot pay for that. So I had to dive into the business world. And one of my first, uh, real opportunities came from, um, an app company out of Japan. And it was run by uh, MIT data engineers and uh, those folks like their data. And so for me to be valuable, I had to prove what I was doing to them. And so I immediately learned tracking. So how to connect clicks all the way down to customers, clicks to conversions, all of those. So once you understand how to do that, like you can start measuring what's actually working. So is it top down? Is it, is it the inbound ads? Is it retargeting ads? Is it uh, organic? Is it newsletters? Is it blogs? Like you can track all of that. And so once I started to understand how to track things, um, I applied that to some clients. And so a good client example uh, was this uh, gentleman named Matt. He had a, he revenued $14 million. Um, and then what I came in and I came in and did was set up retargeting, set up inbound ads, set up tracking. And he had a great product, so I can't take credit for like all of this, but he went from 14 to $24 million in one well, year. Well, you know, all of us listening have great products. And the biggest stressor or challenge, I think, for any business is making sure that that product is being presented the right way to the person that's most likely to buy it. And that's the whole idea behind this. Exactly. Sorry and, to cut you, off. you know, no, and, and Matt had a, a decently long sales cycle. So there's people who are interested. They'd come to his page, they'd leave, you know, and that's what I kind of took over. It's like, well, why aren't we just putting ads back in front of the people who literally want to buy from you. Yep. And when they come and leave, I know you used this term earlier and it wasn't just you using a slang, it's considered bouncing. Yes. And when you have Google Analytics connected to your website, which by the way, ladies and gentlemen, that does not cost anything. No, it it is free. Yes. Um, I've had Google Analytics for 10 years and can talk really analytical around that. Uh, like for example, I just looked recently, we've had over 4 million visitors to our website in 10 years. That's awesome. We've had a million visits off Google ad spend. We've generated hundred thousand leads off of that. So when we talk analytics, I'm a nerd when it comes to analytics yes. and I don't remember which tangent I was on. So I'll hand it back. Well, over it's to just you. clients. And so like, so I think one of the biggest clients that I can't really talk, I can talk around it. Yeah. Uh, but I was running this, there was kind of a three-way partnership 
between a VR startup. It was a social media company that rhymes with pickpock and a <laughs> Grammy award-winning artist who uh, might have just been on the Super Bowl. Oh, boy. So well, you guys can do the deduction there. And... Yes. Uh, and so the where I played my role was setting up the architecture, setting up the tracking, setting up the analytics and making sure that we're driving in proper traffic and then we're making adjustments as we're going. So we're spending, you know, um, I think we ended up spending $10,000, $15,000 on ads over the course of a few days. We had 100,000 opt-ins in a, just a few days. But one of the, like, the really cool thing about this was not only seeing it work, but seeing it work in real time. And then uh, I was able to, to reach back out to the business running ads. And I know how to run ads, but that wasn't my role in this. And I said, hey, uh, I'm looking in the Google Analytics. I'm looking in real time. I can see that this audience, you're spending a lot of money on it. It's not converting. So it's real-time updates so that we can throw that money back into a, you know, a high-converting audience. And so back to what you said, like this game, yes, there's like, there's something to do with like, there has to be good content out there. You have to be, yes, there's something for retargeting, but it's also just thinking about it and looking at your analytics. It's, it doesn't have to be a guessing game. Um, and I think that's kind of probably something that I preach more than anything. It's just- No, I love it. Yeah, you gotta know how to think about it and then just go find the data. And I, you know, I call it uh, clarity or flow. A lot of people know what that feels like in mm -hmm. sports. Uh, but for us, what we recognized early on was that we needed to spend a dollar to get someone to click, mm -hmm. $10 to get someone to register, $500 to get someone to close. And in a world where we make $6,000 every time there's a close, we let the agent keep 50%, we keep 50%. We essentially are retaining 3,000 less the 500. It's a net $2,500 to us, which is a 5X return. And we had that figured out back in like 2013. And what happened? Our team grew to be the fastest growing real estate team in history. What did we do? We turned on lead gen. What was our biggest bottleneck? Agents willing to work the leads, not the leads themselves. Mm -hmm. Lead gen is easy. It's having the right people in place to work them. So um, you named some really big names for those that took the time to rewind and listen to you, mm -hmm. share who some of your client base is. I think it's fascinating that your ability through Hactics and everything that you've developed to dive into the analytics to help them make better decisions as to where mm -hmm. they should target this information. So a lot of people listening today have small databases, maybe in Excel of a thousand people. Um, hopefully they have a CRM like a Boomtown or a Sync mm -hmm. uh, that's capturing not only the leads that come in, but then what those leads are doing while on the site. Mm -hmm. And that is where Hactics comes into play in the business that you offer. Mm -hmm. And what we're talking about today, if someone wanted to try to do it on their own. And I think you had mentioned in the past, you have a program where if someone doesn't want to pay the money to have you guys do it, you'll actually coach them how to do it themselves. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, correct. So, um, you know, and it just depends. There's business owners who are like, hey, I don't care about coaching. Do it for me, you know? Yep. But then That's there's, me. there's plenty of other people who are like, no, I want my team to know how to do this because they know they know the idea of spending money online. They see everybody do it effectively. They've been retargeted effectively. They know that you can do it. So there's plenty of people who want to uh, go the route. So I've got a full pr uh, coaching program. You can either go self-serve or you can uh, hop on a phone call with me and we can see if it's a good fit. So it's you are the person that people get? Yes, You're not sir, for now. off to someone else? Well, yes, for now. Okay. Uh, absolutely. I <laughs> the entry call, this up, but 20 minutes with Jason. No, it's just like, well, we'll see. I can scale <laughs> funnels, can't scale my time. So we'll okay. see. If it breaks, Perfect. it breaks. Perfect. Uh, but um, no, I, I do have like a, a $27 mini workshop. $27. Which, yes. Which okay. is called funnel, uh, called retargeting IQ. Okay. That again, it goes back to how to think about this, how to set up your pixel and kind of all the technical backends, how to go into your Google analytics and optimize it. Cause it doesn't come optimized out of the box. Mm -hmm. Shocking that Google doesn't give you everything that you need right, right out of the box. Of course. Um, but then it shows you how to build audiences. So if people visit your website, 
how to build these audiences to put your ads back in front of your hottest prospects. Yep. And the thing is like, you're driving people into your funnel, whether it's your time, your money, or your energy. And like, what I, what I kind of preach in this is like, let the internet do its thing. Yep. Everybody knows that this internet thing can work, this but internet thing. they might not know how to program it. Sure. So, uh, so yeah, so I try to give away the farm basically for $27. All right, and then, that's amazing. Uh, and then, yeah, and then from there, people kind of decide to get into Funnel Accelerator, hop into one-on-one -on -one coaching, so. Okay, so we have actually talked with Jason obviously beforehand. Uh, we're gonna get you guys a special discount through Elite Real Estate Systems. And so all you have to do is go out to hacktics.com uh, slash ERS. Mm -hmm. So hacktics is H-A-C-K-T-I-C-S.com slash ERS. Mm -hmm. And if you don't go that route and you reach out to him through any other funnel and he asks where you've heard about us, just mention this podcast and he has some special discounts worked out for you yeah, guys. Absolutely. So I hired Jason a while back, probably over a year ago to help me build a click funnel page to generate recruiting leads. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't just have to be internet leads. There's a lot of different campaigns mm -hmm. that we've been working on together. And one of which is um, recruiting. Uh, some others were better um, predictable analytics and retargeting ads for leads that have come in in the past. And then also people that have already closed with our company and retargeting, retargeting them to upsell mortgage and insurance products. So there's all sorts of different things that we can do. But speaking specifically to the recruiting campaign, we bought a ClickFunnel page, super inexpensive, I think hundred bucks a month or mm -hmm, something. Mm -hmm. You can have 20 pages for hundred bucks a month. Yep. And then we started our top down funnel. And with recruiting, obviously, first and foremost, the lowest lying fruit would be agents that are licensed. We obviously want to go after people that aren't licensed as well. But there were some really neat strategies around this. So I just want to speak a little bit to it. So I'll break it down and then you fill in the gaps. Mm -hmm. So the idea was create a landing page. And if anyone wants to go check it out, it's up there right now, career.kwelite.com. Mm -hmm. um, dependent upon where we placed that link, we have tracking code. So we know every person that comes in and registers, we know exactly which campaign they registered off of because some are paid campaigns and some are not. So we are running Google ads. Anyone that searches get into real estate, get my real estate license, all the main terms, that little landing page will pop up. But then we also, every time our, our company sends out a listing, it says career opportunities and people can click on it and it takes them to that link. Mm -hmm. Every time we send out a blog or podcast email to real estate agents, it also has the clickable career link and there's other few other campaigns. The thing I found fascinating that we did with our ClickFunnel and what I had learned in the past was you always wanna give something for free. You, people don't want to have to be sold. They don't want to give a credit card. They just want to come and they need to have a reason. And you see this a lot online where there's like these CTAs or call to actions that give you something. And you're like, oh, what's it? You know, what, what's going to be the hook? Yeah. Right. Just like Google giving the Google Analytics for free mm -hmm. and all the other products for mm -hmm. free. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, there's a hook and there's an upsell. So with the ClickFunnels strategy around recruiting for anyone wanting to implement this strategy um, in your own market, we just started off by giving away our listing presentation and our business plan. Pretty simple. They went mm -hmm. to a landing page. There's a video of the office, career.kwe.com. Mm -hmm. There's a video of the office. There's a, we did 40 videos in this room. We recorded 40 videos, FAQ, where we answered the top 40 questions that people were asking. And then we've just been playing with it. And it was interesting. We, re, we posted a couple of days ago, and it's been the, the most successful post on social um, so far with this recruiting campaign. And it said, what your broker doesn't want you to know. That was our clickbait. What I your broker it. doesn't want you to know. And they click on it and then it's um, a video of me or I think it's actually just like memes kind of going through some copy that I had written mm -hmm. and then it redirects them to that career page. So talk about that strategy, not only um, when it is regarding recruiting, but also lead gen and then retargeting leads, 
offering something for free and then moving into something that costs a little bit and then moving into something that costs a lot. Yeah. Well, I like that. And I'm going to add on one piece to that. So you should, I think the biggest issue um, when it comes to online is people know that people are aware that there are others out there just like completely full of it. So you have to give people value. Um, but I think the main word is trust. People need to trust you. And so that's why you lead with value. And so uh, this is to anybody listening, just kind of a tip for your retargeting. Like if you're, if you're driving people to a landing page and you want them to opt in and you're providing them with free value um, and they don't opt in, retarget them with value. Retarget them with testimonials, retarget them with education, showing them that you know what you're doing in the space so that they can come back. It's a game of building trust. Mm -hmm. And I think at that point, that's where the, once they do opt in, I think there is a bit of marketing there where you have to blend in scarcity. So give them a, give them value um, and give them a time frame or something like that to take action in that. So, you know, a lot of people are ready to take action. They just need to take that next step, you know, um, and they know they need to take it, but sometimes they just need a little bit of an incentive. So if there's a price discount, if there's a, you know, an extra thing that and I don't even want to say price because it might not be price. But if you know what this individual needs in order to understand that you are, you know, you are the, let me back up one more time. When people are clicking on that landing page, they have a desired state. They're in a current state and they know where they want to get. And if they believe that you are that vehicle to get them to the desired state, then they, then they want to, you know, they're going to no, believe this. you. And so that's kind of how you have to position yourself. So whether it's a discount or whatnot, I don't know what the vehicle is, mm -hmm. but they need to trust that you are the one to get them to the So here would be an example. So all the people listening have a database of some type. Let's call it a new client database of leads that are under $350,000 buyer point. Some markets, it's going to be higher for a first-time buyer. But let's say 300 to 350 is your first-time buyer price point in your marketplace. Instead of running ads for running a first-time buyer seminar to everyone in the world, what if you just ran retargeting ads to anyone that had registered on your website for homes under 350000 in the last six months? That's a prime example of here is this key demographic. Here is this thing they want. If they trust you, you can bridge the gap to giving them this free seminar, bring them into your office. And that ad they see on Facebook or Instagram or an email that gets generated to them, that's going to be very different than everyone else in your market that's sending them what? Listing updates when they hit the market. Boring. Everybody does that. How do you differentiate yourself? And these are the types of campaigns we're talking about. There's infinite ways to do this, mm -hmm. but the formula and the strategy is very similar. Yeah. I think, you know, if people are new to this retargeting game or just thinking about this, everybody has, everybody understands this, whether you realize it or not. Because the way that I really cut my teeth on this was uh, building uh, retargeting for e-com. In e-com, it's the most straightforward funnel on the planet because people are there to buy. So they're either going to buy or they're not going to buy. And if you think about like the stages of a funnel in an e-com funnel, it's they visit this website, they look at a product, they add it to their cart, they add their credit card info, and then they buy. And so if you're going to be retargeting people, if I would, if you were to say like, hey, Jason, who should I focus on first? You focus on the people who got out their credit card, but didn't buy. And then next you'd back it up a step, you know, people who added it to their cart didn't buy, people who viewed a product. So in your funnel or whoever's listening, like in your funnel, you need to just think backwards. And that's why I said you start from the bottom of the funnel up. And well, the kind people of that closed backwards. on a house, those are the best people to be reaching out to. And you say, well, what product would I have to sell to them? They just bought a house. They just told 
hundreds of people that they just bought a house. And out of those hundreds, 10 or 15 said, we want to buy a house or we want to sell a house. So that's probably one of the no, best markets to go to. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I do want to invite anyone listening. We have a in-person, despite the fact that in some places the world is still shut down, in Omaha, Nebraska, we can legally host an event up to a thousand people. I don't think we'll get that many, but in March, we will be hosting a team building workshop. We usually get about 10 or 15 people. We will be able to practice social distancing for those that are concerned about COVID-19. You are allowed to wear a mask, obviously, if you're concerned about COVID-19, but we will be hosting in March our team building workshop. It's a two-day event. Uh, we kick it off with a happy hour Sunday evening. Monday's all on investing. Tuesday's all on team building. We've hosted this hundreds of times with tens of thousands of people, and it is content rich. If you want more information about this event, we'd love to see you here in March. Just go out to EliteRealEstateSystems.com, uh, click on the events tab at the top, and then our big event every year that we host once a year is going to be in May. Um, it's going to be downtown Omaha at the Marriott Capital District, and that's our team building summit. For more information about that, all the keynote speech speakers, subject matter experts, etc., go out to the team building summit. We'd love to see you guys both at the workshop and at the summit. They're very different events. Workshops more hands-on, a little bit more of an intimate environment where you can engage with the owners and leaders, whereas the summit's going to be a lot bigger, bigger bang for the buck, but you're also not going to have as much hand-holding. It's not a workshop. It's, a, it's an annual event. So would love to see you guys take advantage of both of those. If you got a lot of great content out of this interview today with Jason, give him a shout-out on iTunes. We're working towards 1,000 reviews this year. Um, I just kind of say that as in jest because last year it was working towards 100 reviews, and then when we hit 101, I said we're working towards 1,000 reviews, go. then 10,000. Reviews. So please go out though, give a five-star review for Jason's interview today. Give him a shout out, uh, give some credit back to him. And then Jason, how can we get in touch with you if anyone has a follow-up question or just wants to send you some kudos? Yeah. Well, the best thing to do would be visit my website, hacktics.com. You'll probably get retargeted if you do. Uh, <laughs> that you can, would be a great way for people to see how the retargeting exactly, campaign works. Exactly. And that's kind of what I preach. It's like, come see the product in action before you decide like, Ooh. is this right or not? But otherwise I try to put out educational, free educational stuff on YouTube. Um, like I said, my, my, passes as an educator. So I like to give out just, you know, free value and teach people how to think about this. And then, you know, you can reach out to me on Instagram uh, as well at Hacktics uh, or find me on Facebook. As at, well. Hacktics, at Hacktics, H-A-C-K-T-I-C-S. That's right, sir. Pretty simple. Awesome. Well, Jason, this has been an awesome interview. We'll definitely will have you come back on um, once we get down the road a little bit further with more results in Omaha with how we're taking advantage of everything that Hacks, Hacktics is doing. Mm -hmm. We will get on and nerd out the next time with some more analytics, maybe even include some screenshots yeah. of a few of the different things that we're, we have going on in the back end. So mm -hmm. appreciate you coming on today. Yeah. Hey, thank you for having me, Jeff. I appreciate it, sir. All right, man. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,